Welcome to Beyond the Art, where creativity knows no bounds and innovation takes center stage. Join us on a captivating journey through the realms of the Native American art world, exploring the untold stories, inspirations, and the sheer brilliance that fuels the world of indigenous artistry. Uh, welcome to Beyond the Art. Today we have with us Nicholas Galanin. Welcome to the show, Nicholas. Thank you. Well, we'll delve right into it. Uh, what inspired you to become an artist and how has your background influenced your artistic journey? You know, I came from a lineage of artists, so I was fortunate to have uh, my, fa- my late father, Dave Glannon, who was somebody I'd mentored with um, throughout my life. My uncle, Will Burkhart, my great-grandfather was a totem carver. Um, so that was definitely a big impact on what I grew up around. So, And what is your tribal uh, connection? Um, Klinka and Unanga from Sitka, Alaska. Perfect. Your work often addresses themes of identity, indigenous rights, and the relationship between tradition and modernity. How does these themes shape your artistic process? Uh, everything that I've created, I feel like is some form of engagement and continuum of culture, of community and place and time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I was trained historically in, uh, customary art forms that connect us deeply to place and, and th- to, uh, a timeline of, um, cultural development of language and conversation and understanding of our histories and um, it's expanded from there from for me to represent the experiences today but also to uh, envision future is there anything specific in your cultural heritage that motivates and inspires you land land definitely land is a major part of my my work and understanding of um, this practice um, mm-hmm. Language, generations of that, uh, of, um, I, w- I would say like future generations that are going to be navigating this world, definitely inspiration too. So do you try to incorporate that message into each of your pieces for interpretation or are you very distinct in uh, the theme and what you're trying to express? It varies. There's not really always a wrong way to, to engage in anything anything I don't think but I feel like there's a lot of entry points so um, people from diverse perspectives and backgrounds can enter this uh, space with the work and and you know engage with it Mm -hmm. Uh, tell us about a specific piece or project that holds significant personal meaning uh, to you and what inspired you in its creation Um, I feel like I could be easier to speak about works that are up now, mm-hmm. so to speak, than, than a, okay. a, just a specific one. And they're also different in their engagements. So um, currently up at Brooklyn Bridge Park and um, near uh, Brooklyn Bridge in New York, mm-hmm. um, I have a work called um, In Every Language There's Land and Cada Lengua Hay Una Tierra. And the, there's a photograph of that work in the, um, solo exhibition at site Santa Fe in um, Santa Fe, New Mexico. So the work, that particular works about border. It's mm-hmm. about um, 
national um, and colonial violence of, of borders. And um, for this work, the sculpture is more of a structure that you can pass through opposed to a border wall that prevents um, prevents life from moving through it. So this work was created out of material diverted from the U.S.-Mexico border wall, literally. It was, you know, um, a stock of Corten steel that is fab fabricated specifically for that purpose. So Correct. I feel like repurposing that was part of this conversation as well. Is there a particular medium you prefer to work with or is it easier for you to create what you're trying to express? Um, I don't have just one particular medium. Uh, you know, I was trained as a wood carver mm -hmm. and I still, I still really know that, that a lot of that process is probably foundational to things I do, but I've always tried to explain the process as being free and, um, letting, um, the concepts of ideas generate the material or the type of process for a piece. So when you're thinking of creating that piece, do you think in the formation of the medium or materials that you're working with? Sometimes. Or I think yeah. about place. I think about context. I think about time. I think about, um, you know, I don't always directly look at the very specific, obvious points of something and, and um, try to be exhaustive and potential of ideas before I feel like now, one is, is successfully complete. Correct, correct. Now, co collaboration is a part of your practice as well. You collaborate with a lot of different artists in some of your artwork. Yeah. Collaboration's always been a part, depending on process and project, Music, I'm a musician as well. For me, mm -hmm. there's a lot of, uh, I think music's a great example of collaboration because you can get to places you could not really get alone. So, Do you think the perspective changes in the collaboration effort in your pieces or in the medium? It can, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, some people allow for it and some people are very, you know, specifically focused on what they have in mind. But I feel like mm -hmm. to collaborate involves some form of trust for sure. When you started creating some of your pieces during your process, do you, do you sketch it out? Do you plan it out? And does it change as it starts morphing into the final? Certainly. Artwork. Yeah. You know, obviously once there's commitments made to a project, whether it be uh, budgetary or engineer wise or, you know, any other constraints possibly, mm -hmm. um, it becomes more difficult to flow through evolution of possibilities or ideas. But um, yeah, there's oftentimes different iterations and extreme versions before you know arriving at one in your view what role does art play in raising awareness about social and cultural issues particularly those affecting indigenous communities art is empowering 
especially for a community that has been silenced historically, mm-hmm. um, that continues to be silenced in different ways. It's a form of voice. It's a form of messaging. It's a form of, um, as always, historically, our art has been forms of documenting and Correct. telling um, histories and stories um, and revealing. And I feel like that still stands true today. Are there any particular pieces that you're working on now? Uh, is that a continuous con- continuation of your theme of what you're trying to express to the native and non-native? It varies. Yeah. Again, um, I don't believe that it, that's the only version of what things can be. Things can be gestural, they can be abstract, they can be emotional in the human mm-hmm. humanity aspect of engaging. Um, so it's not definitely not limited to those things. So, um, Is there any particular piece that you can think of that you were surprised at the outcome of response it got and a piece that didn't get the, the response you expected or thought it was going to get? Um, maybe. I don't, I don't try to... Um, I don't try to anticipate a response. Right. And I feel like that can be, um, I mean, we works get to live and they get to, to live in their own time. And, um, we don't really get a say in what that's going to be. And sometimes, sometimes things don't come to life for 10 years from when it's been created. Other times it's immediate. And then it, um, carries on or, are kind of pauses a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, I, I, ha- I know different works have generated different responses and there's a lot of different reasons potentially from it being the era and time or the um, access to um, visibility or platform that's sharing a, um, a work or concept. So, yeah, I think there's just a lot of variables that could give you a variety of experiences. Mm-hmm. Is there anything in particular that motivates and inspires you? Yeah. Um, we have to be motivated and inspired to do this work. Um, and I know that there's many forms of that that I am able to understand and explore and sometimes it's unknown that is inspiring sometimes it's peers and Mm -hmm. things that have come before us always um uh motivations can be deadlines and motivations could be trying to seek your um trying to resolve something that you maybe you're not quite clear on what it is yet so your process could be motivating in that sense of like exploratory um, creative sides of things. So, our, yeah, I, I feel like that can also be important, but also mm-hmm. important to understand what's motivating the, the intent of something. How do you navigate uh, the balance between pushing boundaries and respecting cultural traditions? I feel like it's always been pushed. Um, mm-hmm. So they're not different. They're one is one is 
one is tied to the other or? Certainly, but one is understanding and learning from what's been known or done and, um, and in the cultural sense, what that is, what the technical side of that is, what the protocol or political side of it or the, you know, the different variables of even when and what it was like to, to be working mm-hmm. as an artist in that generation or era. And um, I think now that responsibility is still similar. It's different. We're not, we're not just reproducing things. We're living and breathing and, and our culture is too. So, Besides the pieces that you have out in uh, New York, are there any other public uh, installations that people can view or, and you feel most proud of? Um, trying to think. I have recently raised a, a kutia, a 25-foot um, totem pole in Juneau, Alaska, and mm-hmm. um, that went up recently in May. So that, that'll be on kind of permanently or as long as the totems survive Standing. the elements. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's a recent one. Um, obviously, Site Santa Fe, the exhibition currently up called Interference Patterns, is that's up until February. I think that's a really good opportunity to see a broad variety of um, works. Got some work up at the Seattle Art Museum as well mm-hmm. right now. So, yeah, there's things around. Do you particularly find it interesting to, to do commission work? Yeah, commissions can be uh, a spectrum of things. It could be, mm-hmm. uh, I want something, do whatever you want. Or it can be, this is a public commission very specific guidelines, very specific, uh, very specific engineering aspects of what is even capable in that or budgetary like constraints and boundaries of, of space. So there's quite a big variety of things that you could navigate potentially in that. So, and as artists would, I always encourage you to dream large and then bring it back to you know what's what's actually going to be possibility for something with constraints when you started on your artistic journey what has most surprised you to date that you were unaware of or you just surprised Mm. at um what has surprised me an artistic journey I think there's probably a lot of surprises. I just can't think of one hand, <laughs> um, like right now on the spot. Um, I, I feel like it's an incredible way to see the world and experience it mm-hmm. through practice of like creative work. Um, I feel like, I guess something that's been surprising over time is the, um, that the aspect of some of the space and some of the space, you know, these peers ideas of competitiveness or something and something like the creative field where there's room for everybody. This mm-hmm. shouldn't be a, a form of you can or can't or who's doing what type of mentality. So I mean, you're of, 
Many of your artwork incorporate both traditional indigenous elements and contemporary artistic techniques. How do you see these elements intersecting in your work? They're, um, they're undeniably through lined with one. They come from the same place. They come from the same things. They're only separated by um, those who try to categorize and kind of compartmentalize versions of culture, community. And mm-hmm. um, so I purposefully try not to separate any of those things. When you write your own bio, what best describes you as an artist? Oh, um, well, I mean, I'm, there's no denying I'm an indigenous artist coming from connective uh, understandings of place. And mm-hmm. um, so we've got to throw that in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like to, um, and I don't even know if these words are, are like the best forms of it, but multidisciplinary covers a broad, um, a broad opened mm-hmm. um, possibility. And I think that's uh, certainly part of that bio because I tried to work free from any constraints. So sovereign creativity is another way of thinking about it. I feel like. Share some of your insights into your uh, creative process and how do you typically approach the conceptualization and execution of a new piece or project? Uh, that varies. I feel like there's so many different uh, possible uh, projects that could be going on at once for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like some of these ones, will I'll, I'll have them in my head for, I don't know, months. Knowing that they're knowing that they're underway and do you sketch them out? Do you sketch them out? Sketch them out, or I'll have uh, I work a lot with words, so you know my ideas can be written in text Mm -hmm. almost always before sketches, Um, and and then I try to just like sit with things and come back to them and then move around and move around to other projects that I might be kind of easing along as well and mm-hmm. not to stare too closely at them uh, when I don't, when I'm not meant to be that critical of it yet. And then obviously as things progress in the project, you get to spend more micro like, understandings of what you're doing. So are you very disciplined when you start creating and have the set idea of the finished product or do you, kind of let it take its course naturally when you start and it becomes something else. There's shifts of that. Yeah. Sometimes something is specifically planned to um, become something, but obviously it's not going, um, if there's another idea or something along the way, it makes sense to make those adjustments. I'm not going to stop myself. Um, Works like a totem pole or kutia, you, you do go through some protocols if it's for the culture of, you know, engaging with elders in the community. They say, what's going to be going into this? What is being represented? Um, those works. Yeah. There could be forms to make adjustments and stuff along the way, but I don't know how major they're going to be in shifting 
of mm-hmm. a story or something that's represented. Um, some of those works are really process orientated. They take 10 months to a year to card and you're showing up daily as a mm-hmm. meditation of work and getting that um, closer and closer to form. So, and other works can be rapid gestural, not really thinking too immediate about what it is going to be, but it's a feeling. Mm-hmm. I would reference monoprint making in that is something that's similar to that for me. Um, do you work like on multiple projects at one time or do you stay focused and only work you know, on one I, piece I, at a time? I, I wouldn't say I'm multitasking, but I, yeah. um, it could feel, it could seem like that because there could be things, multiple things underway, but they're not always getting your full attention while you're stepping away from it. So for me, sometimes I'm able to put it down and not really come back to it or think about it until I'm ready to come back to it. Or, um, I feel like music can be like that for me. Right. Uh, get to a point where I've been far enough away from it that I want, like I'm, I can't wait to get back to it. Um, so if you could say at this point in time, is there one piece that defines you as an artist, as indigenous artist? Um, no. No? <laughs> <laughs> my children, I guess. I don't know. There's, there's not a... There are pieces of art. Kids are yeah. artwork. <laughs> yeah, parenting and raising them yeah. to, to engage and navigate this world. I think there's a lot of art involved in... in living in a sense but yeah absolutely as you self-reflect in your journey uh, of being an indigenous artist have you seen a transition in your own war- artwork yeah yeah um everything's been transformative continually yeah. through time and that's part of the uh, it has to be you have to be and um it's not always apparent until a year or two passes maybe right. who knows or it's it's something that you str- like as a as sought after to like to deepen an understanding through process and um through showing up and practicing but um i feel like yeah it's that's the journey is there something that you want to work on that you haven't been asked to do or been commissioned on um Probably, I'm I'm pretty open to what projects I'm working on right now and what my time frame is like for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, was re- recently scored a film, and that was really enjoyable and That's challenging. Amazing. Right, I think that would be uh, something that I would enjoy to explore some more. But, but uh, yeah, more large cultural works, mm-hmm. more public works. I'm kind of, yeah, I've been enjoying a lot of these different variations of projects. Are you represented? Uh, are you in galleries or any yeah, institutions, uh, exhibits currently? Uh, Peter Bloom Gallery in New York is uh, my gallerist, and I've been mm-hmm. working with them for a few years. Um, and as far as collections and stuff, yeah, I've got – kind of a list of them that you could probably find somewhere. So is there something you want to do that you haven't done yet that uh, be it a, a particular medium or just something that 
is outside your norm of creating artwork? Um, particular medium. Yeah, that's, I feel like just the continual exploration of mediums has been enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I've, um, I mean, I have a lot of respect for people that work in other mediums that maybe I haven't even really engaged in from like uh, storytelling of certain, like of writing in that sense too. Right. Um, but I, but I don't know if it's something that I would just dive into without <laughs> really having like, you know, uh, an important reason to be in it in a certain way. So I don't, I, I think of medium like that most of the time. Um, since you, since you come from a, a family background of artistry, do you see them coming through to you and what you were taught? Do you have you taken yeah. what they've taught you? Yeah. Always still continually. It, mm-hmm. That's where it's how it lives on. Um, I feel connected and closer when I'm doing certain projects that are, you know, coming from those teachings, mm-hmm. um, I feel, I feel like there's a lot of, um, a lot, a lot in that way. In these. So are you continuing that legacy and teaching your kids? I am. Yeah. My daughter's yeah. carving a mask right now, which is exciting. Um, that's cool. And all my children have engaged in the jewelry studio or uh, even in the music studio. So it's, it's there. I'm not really high pressure. <laughs> like we have to get this done. It's, it's right. If, if they want to explore the space, they can. Well, that's cool. So what's next for you, Nicholas? What's uh what's the future holding your vision? Um, I have, uh, kind of a busy itinerary coming up. Yeah. Going to be traveling in January. I've got a go site visit for a future biennial. Um, I've got a solo exhibition opening up at Baltimore Museum of Art next, next June, I think. So, and then a solo at the, my gallery in New York later on in that year, uh, multiple group exhibitions. Um, 2025 i'm kind of yeah kind of got things booked into 2026 right now so (laughs) busy man (laughs) so it's um it feels like a long time away but when you hey break (laughs) down the calendar of all right this is how much time and space is available to to conceptualize right to, to put things into production or to you know it goes sneaks up quick fast yeah. yeah, weeks become days become up. Oh, now it's a few hours. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what are you working on currently? Then um, is it for those those I'm, exhibitions yeah, and things? I'm I'm um, I'm actually in the jewelry studio right now, but I'm I'm working on a new record uh, for my band Yatsine, which is um, we're signed to Sub Pop Records out of Seattle, mm-hmm. and and so this is the second record that. We're gonna do with with sub pop and um, kind of steadily bring, working on working when's on. When's it being released? Um, I don't know yet. I'm still, you know, it's. I started the recording process for that in February, 
um, of like just sitting down and putting ideas down almost Mm -hmm. any chance I could when I was home. And for me, that looks like it became like 70 song ideas or so of just possible like starts of things. And then Mm -hmm. at a point it's things float to the surface that makes sense. And those become, you know, potential songs for the record. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's a process to it. I say I would like to have the record really making sense by February or March of next year. So we'll see. So is there a background story to the songs incorporated into the album? There can be. uh, It's not like I I don't approach the whole process as this is a concept of the arc of this record. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that, for me, the way I work, that would be a little limiting to start. Makes sense, yeah. So it becomes, uh, I think that story gets told as things get closer to a a full project. Mm -hmm. And how many songs do you have so far? You said 70? Well, it started at 70. um, And then you've... I start refining them and bringing other people in and as collaborators and and trying to get it down to nine. Ideally, right. (laughs) That's a, that's a big squeeze down. (laughs) Yeah. But it's not too tough to do. Right. Um, Do you have a title for the album? No, no, not yet. Nothing yet. Um, do you, do you work on the artwork? Um, I have. Yeah. Or else collaborated, but I, I feel like it. I enjoy bringing other people into that space. Um, for me, there's uh, if I've done everything along the way, then I I feel like it's um, I don't know. I think over time, I there's more longevity in a project when right. I revisit it when I've had other people participate in it. Uh, than just having it come from one source, you know. So, so once the album is released, will you do uh, the tour circuit? Yeah, we'll be yeah. Uh, probably doing some shows, and I don't know to what scope. The last record we released was released right when COVID hit, so there was just yeah, nothing. yeah, yeah. That's a little harder. <laughs> yeah. Well, sir, is there anything else you want to add and share with our listeners? No. No, I think that's it. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show today and giving us your time. And I want to say much success to you moving forward and what you have lying ahead. Great. Thank you.